You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's show. Super excited to have Tyler Aki from Locked on Syracuse joining me today. And if you want to get any other special news from Locked on ACC, you've got to join me. We're in the offseason, so we're only three days a week, but it's still great content. There's no better place to get all of your conference coverage and news by anyone other than the five of us, J.J. Jackson, Kenton Gibbs, Tyler Aki, and Andres Silva. And we also have A.J. Black to round out the group. So make sure you guys download the podcast from odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast tyler how's your week been so far it's been good and i know we're not on video right now but i will to <laughs> let you know i'll let you get a little peek behind the curtain here i remember you said you're gonna do a co-host power rankings campus. yes and guess what i've got my carolina jump man polo on right now i'm ready to go okay so just keep that in the memory bank for when you do finally compile those rankings <laughs> Listen, you're already in the top five, so you're good to go. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I'm, I'm just shooting for the top half, right? Like <laughs> Syracuse basketball, they, they haven't been able to hit the top half in the ACC since the first year they were there. I'm just shooting for the top half right now. Listen, or that they, t- top five, oh, top five. Yeah, and that's all that really matters is making sure you get at least the top tier of the top five. But you're definitely off to a great start because for one, you're consistent, and that's what we need out this bad boy. But I did want to talk about Syracuse today. We've got a couple things to go over. You know, stepping away a bit from basketball and football, we're going to talk things lacrosse and softball and baseball today. More importantly, we're going to start with the fact that John Deskos has retired after a 46-year run. He was been with Syracuse since the 70s and has decided to go ahead and let things go a bit. 11 NCAA titles, five as a head coach. He has more victories at Syracuse than all 18 NCAA Division One programs have in total, which is kind of incredible. And last week, Tyler, we had we were talking about Coach K's retirement and the fact that he's had the same kind of success. But like, when do you know when it's time to go and what you know sparks that decision? And I'm very interested, of course, to hear from you as an insider. You cover them every single day thoughts around Desco's decision and you know will it be better for the team overall all right well first I want to let people in a little bit on John Desco the person mm-hmm. one of the nicest guys in the world I covered him a fair amount during my time at Syracuse but something Absolutely. that he will never get credit for that he deserves so much praise for is that he deals with a lot of student media while he is mm-hmm. out there. It's just part of his job because when you're not basketball and, and football, you get a lot of the students that come cover you. Okay. I would guess 10% of the students that cover him, and that might be a very, a very uh, conservative number there, but 10% of the students that cover him have actually watched a lacrosse game before mm. in their life. And <laughs> The fact that he never snaps, loses his temper on anybody, despite the fact that he is dealing with a bunch of kids who have zero idea what the hell they're watching, Mm -hmm. to me was always impressive. He always treated everyone consistently, whether you were someone who had watched the sport for 20 years or you had watched the sport for 20 seconds, he was going to treat you the same. And And I have the utmost respect for people who do stuff like that. 
Absolutely. And we definitely cannot say that about Coach K. So I appreciate that <laughs> nugget. I actually used to do a show. Um, it was like about ACC basketball live. And I believe it was, ugh, I don't even, I can't even remember the player now that I think it was, mm, I'm not even going to lie, but he pretty much said that between Coach K and Coach Roy, they were asking like who has the worst potty mouth. And they're like, oh, Coach K by far, like not even close, <laughs> not even, not even like, <laughs> you know, we're going to match that up. But I mean, we've seen yeah, we just see the, we just see, yeah, in, in front of the camera. What's your yeah. major? What's your major? Um, yeah. Behind, when, when he pulls the curtain, the infamous curtain down, like uh, that's when you know, that's when you know things are going down behind that black curtain. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm glad to hear that Coach Jessica is not the same because 46 years is a long time, but that may speak to the fact that he is such a nice person. It's hard to let things go, but, you know, obviously he's decided to step down a bit and, you know, our, is it because of how the lacrosse landscape has been shaped up and we've had, you know, consistent years from the Carolinas, the Dukes of the world and all of that good stuff, or was, you know, it simply just on to the next phase for his life. I think there's a couple of things at play here. First of all, think about the bar that he set as a head coach. Now the program is one of the most illustrious, if not the most illustrious in the entire sports history and just the, the coaching tenures. All right. This program has been around for, I believe it's 105 years now. Wow. Gary Gate, who's taking over for Desco, is going to be the fifth coach, just the fifth coach in 105 years that the program has ever had. And it's because of these long periods of success. And with a guy like John Desco, set the bar so high for himself out of the gate. When you look at the championships that he won, from nine, so he began in 1999, for, up until 2009, he won five national championships in that 11 year span. That's remarkable right there. But the thing is, is he has not won one since that 2009 season. So it's, and and they really, ever since they went to the ACC too, they haven't had a ton of tournament success. So Mm -hmm. it's been trying to get all of those pieces to come together. And I think it's just part of the fact that the rest of the sport is catching up. I mean, everyone sure. likes to make the joke that it's the fastest growing game in the in the United States. And I think there's some truth to that. I think you're starting to see less parents want to put their kids in football. So what's the next best thing? If you want to hit someone, it's lacrosse. <laughs> and I think you're seeing a lot more kids start to get into it. And as it's spreading to different regions, whether it's down south in a place like Georgia or out in California or Denver, all these different places, Now, all of a sudden, it's not just upstate New York that has a rich pool of recruiting talent. And that's why you're starting to see these other programs start to pick it up and start to get back to Syracuse's level. No doubt. And I'm still thinking, though, like, of course, when you mentioned the five head coaches, it's almost like this reminds me of the Pittsburgh Steelers, where when you're just good or maybe they give people time and they may allow people to have somewhat of down periods and, you know, give a lot of grace. And if you've been such a staple of a program, you're going to allow them to stay a little bit longer. But 2009 is quite some time. But I mean, I, I mean, I look at, you know, Duke, who's also hasn't won since 2015. And of course, we assume that, yeah, that's six years. But at the same time, when you're used to excellence and you didn't even make a tournament, is there some you know murmurs there like, OK, maybe the game is changing with or without you. and You should just go ahead and kind of bite the bullet. And do you think maybe at all the game was changing for Descos a bit beyond just, you know, it's growing. But the fact that he wasn't able to you know execute in the same way that he once did. Yeah, because you saw it in recruiting a little bit where there are. It, 
any top level kid in the Syracuse area, like from Syracuse to Buffalo to Long Island, any top level kid in that little radius should be going to Syracuse because they are the, I, I liken them to the New York Knicks almost like they are the Mecca, the playing in the dome, playing lacrosse in the dome is hallowed grounds for a lot of these kids. And, and it still is for yeah. most of them, but you're starting to lose that luster when you see other programs like Duke and Carolina, and you're seeing it grow out in different areas like Denver, Michigan, Ohio state, all these different schools are popping up and it's just like, okay, I, I've lived in upstate New York. I've lived in the state of New York my entire life. Why don't I go try something different? Especially with the way of the games growing on TV too. Sure. You're starting to see this on ESPN2, ESPNU. I mean, you can watch any lacrosse game division one pretty much at this point, whether it's ESPN3 or, or the different conferences have their own networks, all that different stuff. So my friends and family can watch me even if I am 300 miles away from home. It's not, you don't need to have the proximity to, to be able to be watched anymore. And I think that's not just a lacrosse thing. That's an across the country thing. And I think we started to see that a lot with the one and done era of college basketball may have influenced that a little bit, but as the TV contracts start to spread out to all these other sports and and lacrosse is probably one of the ones that's up and coming the most, you're going to start to see these kids venture out and you're going to start to see programs pop up at other schools across the country as well. Absolutely. You know, it is a fresh change to see some other things on TV, especially during these spring seasons. And we're going to talk baseball and softball here in a bit. But first, I want to remind you guys that rockauto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com right now to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your car or vehicle. Choose brand specifications and prices you prefer right now at rockauto.com. They're always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car, truck, right locked on in there. How'd you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. And just as you hit the road, you might want to pack some Lucy nicotine in your sack. It's a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. They have four milligrams of nicotine that contain three flavors in their gum, wintergreen, cinnamon, and pomegranate. They also have lozenges with four milligrams of nicotine that come in three flavors, cherry, ice, citrus, and mint. They are FSA and HSA eligible, so you can use your FSA cards to purchase Lucy now and it's convenient and discreet products can be enjoyed anywhere on flights at work on the go or even in the gym it's 2021 get rid of your cigarettes unplug your vape throw out your dip and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges this is the real deal a subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month it's so simple and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down Lucy lozenges and gums are also FSA and HSA eligible so you can spend pre-tax dollars on them go to lucy.co and use promo code locked on college to get 20 percent off all products on your first order warning this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco nicotine is an addictive chemical 
So I have my friend Tyler Aki on today's show. We are going through what should be a fun time for if you are a spring sports person, you got some lacrosse action that just finished up and now baseball is in full swing. And let me tell you, these regional finals are going to be fun. NC State plays Arkansas on Friday at six. The Virginia Cavaliers play Dallas Baptist at noon on Saturday. Saturday at 2 p.m. You've got Notre Dame and Mississippi State. So it should be some fun times for Male, male baseball, ha, <laughs> thinking about softball, there it is. Got baseball action, um, but I would love to talk about the fact that Duke was out, Carolina was out, <laughs> and, and you've just won the ACC championship, and it's like you blink, you're so living on a high, you're like, oh my gosh, this is just the year of change, and then bloop, gone, like, see you later. It's it's a wild, baseball is one of the hardest sports to me, not only to follow, but it just seems like there's so much pressure to do it right on the first go. Well, that's the crazy thing is, and the same thing is reflected at any level, whether it's the majors, college, high school is you can run into hot pitching at any point and it can just absolutely foil an entire season of work. And I look at across any, any playoff series, when you run into hot pitching, it's, it's just going to be a recipe for disaster at times. And that's one of the things that it's almost the beauty of the game of baseball too, is the fact that even though you may come in with the hottest bats, the best hitters in the entire country, well, it doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot if you're going up against some of the hottest pitching because what do we usually see come playoff time is that pitching rules. And I think we're starting to see that once again. And you're seeing it when you you note that a UNC is out, a Duke is out. Both of those teams have stellar pitchers on their rosters and or stellar hitters on their rosters. And they're just running into some of this really good pitching that you're starting to see across the rest of the country. No doubt. And, but I feel like NC state probably had that bad taste in their mouth because they were looking to win that ACC championship. And it's almost like last laugh. I don't know what's more important to a baseball program, like winning the conference or actually getting their you know spot to Omaha, which, you know, we all want to get to that uh, college world series, but it seems as if like after a while, <laughs> what's really good. Cause it's just like a really hit or miss. It reminds me of swimming. Like you can be good one day, but if you just have my goggles broke, my suit snap, like it's, it's all set. Yeah done same way you mentioned about having a great picture they just feeling it that day the sun was you know shining bright didn't get rained out or something but I love that mm-hmm. you know Notre Dame still in this bad boy because we we claimed them on the baseball front saw anything other front but football but yeah I am interested to see how they all finish out and hoping that at least somebody from the ACC takes it to the next level because we got softball here who's trying to hold us down there the Florida State Seminoles are one win away from a national championship as they beat Oklahoma eight four the other day and let me just say softball might be more fun than baseball i ain't gonna hold you i'm not gonna let you just say that i'm gonna say that for the group all right i'm gonna speak for the group here softball is way more fun yeah i I started covering softball this season at DePaul university and i never watched much of the sport any of that i listen i just i'd never been around it none of my siblings played any anything like that and you just watch it's a Completely different sport. Everyone wants to make the the apples to apples comp of softball to baseball. It it is a completely different sport. I know that there's a bat, ball, bases, all that stuff, pitching, (laughs) but it is a different, just watch it. It's so much better. It's faster. It's everything baseball should be. When you look at what, when MLB always talks about, oh, we need to solve problem X, Y, and Z. Literally the formula is there. (laughs) It is there in college softball. Watch a college softball game and you'll understand. It is 
probably one of my four top four favorite sports to watch. Yeah. I, it has rapidly accelerated up my my power rankings of college athletics no doubt and listen you can have my attention for softball because i know i'm not going to be there all night i feel like baseball no you're in and out (laughs) it feels the same pace as basketball almost yeah i mean you're talking about half innings that sometimes last 90 seconds right because it just moves it goes it goes and and that's the beauty of it. it it's quick and so for the generation that says oh we don't have the attention span to sit through nine innings of of a three and a half hour long baseball game watch softball Watch right. softball. They hit dingers. They steal bases. They do all the fun stuff. They do all the fun stuff that, they, that you see and you enjoy about baseball. You see diving catches. You see robbed home runs. Mm-hmm. All that stuff is in this game, except yeah. it's over really quickly. It moves. There's pace to it. You feel like you're watching a basketball game or a football game. Yeah, no doubt. And listen, I love the spice of it. Like girls be getting real hardcore about it in your face. <laughs> yeah. doing- certain plays and like yeah what's up you're gonna hit me mm-hmm. okay let's go versus baseball's like yeah <laughs> i got an out great i pitched start, start somebody out cool we have fun. although i will say the the bat flips this year they're on time they no, are yeah on they are a new level and, and you've got umpires telling people to yeah. slow your role what was that i mean what, why are we <laughs> sucking the fun out of it the kid hits a go-ahead grand slam right. in a NCAA tournament game, right. and you're going to make him run to first? You can't admire his work? Right. Get out of here. Like, don't be that guy. I think that's just so much why people move away from baseball a bit, because it's just like, why does everything have to be so serious? Like, I think that's why people don't want to watch, because you don't get to have any fun with it. You can't be silly. You can't, like, do celebrations after a home run. Everyone just wants you to, like, be so stoic, and it's just like, Nah, I do love though that the inning. I mean, they do get the dugout energy, which is cool. But softball definitely Both by sports, far. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> softball. It's another. Everyone's got a chant, all that. Yeah, stuff. It, yeah. It's, it's a it's next level stuff. No doubt. Now, if you are thinking about betting on baseball or softball, make sure you hit up betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports. This week has so much sports action. As I mentioned, FSU will play Oklahoma tonight at 7 p.m., so make sure you're dialed in for that one. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news signs up bonuses and contest information don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get in to the game as teams prep for great runs we've got some also nba action and so bet online is your online sportsbook experts So as we wrap up today's show here, Tyler, I know got a little freestyle for this last segment. I would love to get your thoughts. Speaking of betonline.ag, I don't know if you are a big basketball head when it comes to NBA, but you know, Duke has had some great people in there and got Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets kind of doing the damn thing. And just, you know, oh, we're counting that. that. We're counting Kyrie. <laughs> Do you count Kyrie? No, you don't. No, he's not part of the brother. Five games. And it's like, you, no. think, you think he's in the group chats? Do you think he's in the little devil horn group chats? I don't Honestly, think he is. Honestly, because he probably says things that you're like, bro, like, please relax. Like, I think he's that's not in he's the, not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's not, he's not getting kicked out of the conversation. You just see Kyrie Irving left the conversation at the bottom. Right. He, he leaves on his own accord. He's in the team USA. I bet Kay's got his, his team USA Duke family 
group yeah. chats. Kyrie's in those. He's in yes. those to to flex for recruits, but that's it. He, he's not definitely, in the Brotherhood group chats. Definitely put him on mute because, like, after all, like, cause <laughs> think about it. You've got guys who are like really social justice reform, really conscious. You got your Jalen Browns of the world, like trying to mm-hmm. do good things. But then Kyrie probably says something in there, but you're like, bro, just like you're not helping the movement go right. So I just need you to just please, please relax, please relax. But <laughs> you know, are, do you have a team that you're like, listen, I'm all for, I'm all in about, like Chris Paul leading the Suns with the, from you know, shout out Wake Forest. Suns are fun. Yeah, I listen, I love the Suns. I love every single team in that Western conference right yeah. now. I really do. And, and it, I watched the jazz game last night. I mean, we, we could talk a little Donovan Mitchell right now. I had sure. this conversation with some people earlier, but shout out Louisville basketball, but Donovan Mitchell, if you think about all the superstars left in the West right now, I think Donovan Mitchell is my number one of mm. uh, from, from the Western conference standpoint, mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell is my number one player that I'd want on my team in crunch time. And I think it's a close call him and and Kawhi, but I look at all the different things Donovan Mitchell can do. The dog in him is way higher than anyone else too. Like you're getting 150% on both ends of the floor and look at what he's doing with these 40 point games. I mean, it's, it's amazing because I see 40 points from anyone these days in the NBA. And I just kind of bat my eyes at it because it just becomes so normalized, but When you step back and look at it from a bird's eye view, I mean, these 40 point games that he's putting up and he hasn't even played in 30 playoff games yet. And he's already, I think tied Carl Malone for the most 40 point games in jazz playoff history. That's, that's unbelievable of what (laughs) he has done. in I think it's 28 playoff games right now. I mean, the fact that he is just going to continue to build and build and build on that. It's amazing. I'm getting major Dame Lillard vibes from him because it seems like he's embracing the city the city loves him back. And you just hope it doesn't end the same way that Dame Lillard's tenure in Portland might end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope that Donovan Mitchell gets to finals because j- just getting to the finals would be a massive, massive injection of life into that fan base. Listen, and you also have LeBron James and Anthony Davis out of the picture. You know, we hate injuries and people getting older, but this is the time. If there was ever a time for some of these new cats, Devin Booker and the rest of these companies to get in right. action, this is it. And I think Donovan Mitchell certainly needs to have a conversation with the powers that be if they do not, because Rudy Gobert is doing the best he can, but Donovan definitely is holding that team down for sure. But I think it's going to be hard to beat the Nets. I think Kyrie and KD have shown, like, even without James Harden, who they're lethal as hell and maybe honest i mean they think that chris middleton is some sort of all-star but like let's yeah. keep it a band <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's keep it a band like that's not my go-to guy when i'm like Giannis is having an off day all right chris step up like no not nah. even your yeah <laughs> i'll get my first bucket with like two minutes left in the first half like <laughs> i'm always i'm with you i i've never bought into the chris middleton hype like yeah he's a good oh. player but that's your two <sighs> No, yeah. thanks. Ask, no thanks. Right? And, and no thanks. I don't. I don't care if you're. You've got two A and two B of because I, I love Drew Holiday. In fact, I, I would actually push Drew Holiday as as the two on that team because yeah. I just think he brings more to the table. And, and I think it, I mean it's a guard's game at the end of the day too. But I'm. I just don't see it in the box. I. I don't. I, I can't wrap my head around why we, we do this every single year. I think it's the, the same thing holds true with the, the Sixers as well. Yeah. But why do we do this every single year? We walk ourselves into this trap that, I mean, with the Bucks, you've got Giannis, who's fantastic. But if you go down 10 points, I don't think Giannis is the guy you want leading the comeback. Donovan Mitchell, 
that's who I want leading in comeback. Damian Lillard, that's who I want leading in comeback because those guys have shown they can be lights out shooters. Logo Lillard, I mean, Donovan Mitchell can shoot from anywhere on the floor. Those are the guys you want leading when you're leading your team when you're down double digits. And we saw that last right. night with the, the Clippers game against the Jazz. And you just saw Donovan Mitchell dominate down the stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then look, listen, got Danny Green. I mean, just calling out ACC players here, but like Danny Green, mm-hmm. the Sixers. And then to me, John Collins and the Hawks are really yeah. trying to make a statement. I think people were Cam not Reddish, too. Yeah, I think people were not expecting them to dominate the way they did. The Knicks did definitely didn't show up the way we thought, but the way they beat the Sixers in game one and how close it was in game two until the Sixers kind of pulled away and they were playing their best ball. And I still thought like, okay, the Hawks could actually still pull this off. So it'll be interesting to see how they come down to Atlanta, the Sixers, and whether or not they can hold up. But is anybody getting past the Nets? That's the real question. Is anybody getting, I mean, I think it's wide open in the West, but it'll be certainly be fun to talk about and something that we definitely can keep talking about throughout this. Uh, off-season summer talk that we get to have. So I appreciate you, you know, having the conversation per usual. Can you please remind folks of where they can find you and follow your work? You can check us out, Locked on Syracuse. We're with you every single weekday, Monday through Friday. Tim Leonard and myself talking all things Syracuse, basketball, football, and everything else in between. And you can find us on Twitter at LO underscore Syracuse and myself at Tyler, A-K-I underscore. No doubt. Now get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Thanks, guys, for listening in and make sure that you check out the Locked On ACC podcast on the Odyssey app. You can look at us on Twitter at Locked On ACC, where we'll chat all things conference news. So until next time, for Tyler Aki and Candace Cooper, we leave you with this. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.